welcome to Modesty Christian Girls Club and a very, very happy new year to you. I'm so excited to be with you um, in today's podcast. We are continuing the teachings on the 10 commandments and we are on to our sixth commandments and um, it says thou shall not kill um, I mean, that is old time English, isn't it? So if it's modern day, well, it is modern day, I would say, do not kill. Do not take the life of another person. And that is one of the commandments that God gave to the children of Israel. So let's go back to our main text, which is Exodus chapter 20. Um, and we'll be reading verse 13. Um, we'll major on that verse and we'll read another scripture. Praise God. But before we go ahead, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for a brand new year. Thank you for 2024. Thank you for your goodness and your loving kindness to us. Thank you for your peace, your love, your grace and your mercies. Father, thank you for Modesty Christian Girls Club. As we venture out this year, as we begin this year, continuing in the teachings that you have laid or or made us to, or rather led us to study at this time and season, we say thank you. I pray for understanding to all the listeners. I pray, oh God, that gradually the people that this message is meant to reach, that Lord, you will touch them you will get them to listen to it you get them to understand your word i pray father that every life be touched i pray for hearts to understand ears to hear eyes to see gracious and wonderful things out of your word thank you lord in jesus name we pray amen god bless you and like i've said before this is modesty christian girls club and we're doing a teaching of been doing and studying the Ten Commandments and we have gotten up to uh, the Sixth Commandment which says thou shalt not kill. So it's in the book of Exodus chapter 20 and I'll read verse 13. Thou shalt not kill. Do not kill. To kill means to take the life of another person. To snuff the life out of another person and this is one of the precepts or commandments that God gave to the children of Israel you know remember they had come out of the uh, land of Egypt um, and they were starting a new society as the case may be they were starting a new nation they were beginning to regroup again they were beginning to um, you know live with each other um, you know, and God had to establish with them, telling them, you know, the right things to do in society. And we we have this everywhere we go, don't we? Where, um, you know, you live in society and then sometimes there are miscreants or there are people who think that they have the right to do setting, setting things to other people. And um, God was establishing principles by which society should live by, by which they should live, um, you know, in harmony with one another and one of the commandments as we've just read in exodus chapter 20 verse 13 it says thou shall not kill so you, nobody has the right to take the life of another person and this is what god was establishing with the children of israel 
and it is really really important that we realize that god was establishing these laws so that they understand um how to live with one another praise the lord and so um it says thou shall not kill and you know you might say oh that's old testament um you know because we we hear this these days you know a lot of christians just oh forget forget about it that's the old testament yes it is the old testament but it is the same god the god of the old testament is the god of the new testament the god of the old is the same god of the new today the bible says he is god is the same yesterday he is the same today and he's the same forevermore. He never changes. So whilst these scripture or these testaments or these commandments were given to the children of Israel by God in the old days, in the days of uh, the wilderness, in the days where they literally just came out of the, the land of Egypt, it is still relevant today because God remains the same. God does not expect you to take the life of another person. God does not expect me to take the life of another person. Thou shall not kill remains a fundamental commandment that is relevant today. How many times have we seen it? You know, we see it on, 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 on telly um, sometimes and we see it in, in movies. Um, obviously, movies are not real, but there are real life scenarios of people snuffing out the life of another person sometimes out of rage they're very angry and in the spur of the moment they take an object and they hit the other person and unfortunately the person dies as a result of that sometimes it is a deliberate act by certain people who all of a sudden they've they've someone's annoyed them and then they've they've uh, planned and strategized on how to revenge or take vengeance on that person and the only way they know how to is to plan a murder is to plan to kill that person and they plan it and they not just plan it they execute it so that they snuff out the life of another human being and i'll reiterate it here god is not um god has stated thou shall not kill because he does not expect any person to snuff out the life of another person let's remember the story of cain and abel literally the first killing um, that was recorded uh, in the bible and the bible says that abel brought substance brought his substance to the lord as an offering and cain brought his own substance and um, offered it to the Lord. But God accepted Abel's sacrifice and didn't accept Cain's. And Cain was very, very angry as a result of that. And because he was angry that God didn't accept his sacrifice and accepted Abel's, he was jealous of Abel and he killed Abel. The Bible says that the blood of Abel continued to speak praise the Lord. It continued to speak the blood. Although Abel was dead, his blood was still speaking. And it was that blood that moved God to come down to see for himself what had happened. And he said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? Not because God didn't know that Cain had killed uh, his brother, but he wanted um, Cain to realize what he had done. 
And Cain said, am I my brother's keeper? You know, why are you asking me in my own words? But the thing here is that God said to Cain, he says, he says, your brother's blood is crying to me. So what happens is that blood cannot easily be snuffed out. You know, how many years have we found um, um, a lot of times where, you know, sometimes you, you watch these um, forensics and all these uh, um, um, series where they're trying to catch a killer or trying to find out who actually murdered um, another person and um, so so very many years ago they were not able to establish you know um, the, um, DNA or, or evidence by blood uh, you know but they now have and there are many new techniques and many new um, and devices um, equipment so to say that have been designed where with those equipment, right, a place might have been cleaned out, you know, cleaned, a murder scene may have been cleaned out and, and they think that's the end of it. You bring certain equipment and with those equipment, they're able to, to, to see blood and with evidence, they're able to determine whose blood that is. And sometimes they we sometimes the the murderer um either maybe cut themselves or or something else in the, uh, it, it has happened through those equipment through blood blood still speaks even while the person is dead you find that because there's blood at the scene and certain things like that there are certain equipment that can determine and can put certain people at the scene of a murder Praise the Lord. And um, Abel's blood kept speaking. And, and God was able to, 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 to hear what Abel was saying through his blood. You see, blood is so powerful. And that's why God says, do not kill. You have, nobody has, a, has the right to take the life of another. Nobody. And God is very, very... Um, deliberate in his words here he says thou shall not kill end of there is no gain saying there's no there's no um no no um uh, but then you know i was angry or this happened thou shall not kill it's clear cut it is clear it's simple do not take the life of another person now let's see what Jesus said in the New Testament about this commandment. So let's let's move on to Matthew chapter 5 verse 21 to 22. Matthew chapter 5 verse 21 to 22. Matthew Matthew chapter 5 verse 21 to 22. And the Bible says, "You have heard that it was said by them of all times, thou shalt not kill." And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. Verse 22. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. The same judgment that you would get by killing if you're angry with your brother without a cause. And um, in some translations, it says whosoever hates his brother. So hate is 
is um, relative to murder or to killing. That's according to Jesus. I'll, I'll finish verse 22. It says, but I say to you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka shall be in danger of the council, but whosoever shall say thou fool shall be in danger of hellfire. You see the dangers there. Firstly, whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause, so whosoever hates his brother without a hate, because certain translations use the use the term hate, or whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. The same judgment that a person will come under by killing another person that same judgment a person is in danger of that same judgment if they are angry with their brother without a cause if they hate their brother without a cause and brother here is not talking about someone who's related to you but it's talking about another human being okay so this here for me clearly um depicts racism where a person hates another person or can't stand another person uh, is angry with another person because of their race it's clear cut here if you're angry without a cause i mean when a um, um, a person does something to you and you're angry or you say oh this person did this to me and all that well, you know you know it's, sometimes it's understandable um if you've done something wrong, but where a person hasn't done anything wrong, you just see a person, um, that's a, of a different race to you or a diff different, um, uh, orientation to you in that they are, um, they are dark skinned or they are fair skinned or they are white or they're brown skinned, you know, and you hate them because of that. Or they've got curly hair. Or they've got straight hair and you hate them because all those are not, they're, they're not, you know, the person has not done anything particularly to you, but you just can't stand them. You just hate them, have that hatred for them. The Bible says you are in danger. It's just as though you have murdered, murdered that person. It is just, it's the same sort of punishment as if you've killed the person. So Jesus was saying, um, it's even much worse in the New Testament. So when he said, thou shall not kill, that is a commandment. But Jesus was saying, whosoever hates his brother or is angry with his brother without a cause, it's just as if you have killed that person. And it's the same punishment for the person who physically takes a knife or takes a gun or takes um, an object to snuff out the life of another person, the same punishment that person is going to get is the same punishment as the people or the persons who hate another human being for no just reason. Oh, look at him. Look at his skin. He's white. I can't stand him. He's got blue eyes. I can't stand him. He's ginger. I can't stand him. You know, a lot of bullying goes on for no just reason. This just why you see a person and you just don't like the person. If you have 
experienced that or you are experiencing it. So in other words, you have that tendency to just hate a person for no reason. You are in danger. And I tell you that now, you don't have to physically take a knife or gun to hit that person or to kill that person. You are in danger of the same judgment as if you've killed that person. So as a Christian, as a Christian girl, I'm encouraging you. This is what the Bible says. We have to follow what the Bible says. Don't hate a person because of their race. Don't hate them because they're brown skin. Don't hate them because they've got uh, ginger hair. Or they're ginger. They've got red hair and they've got blue eyes and you know you've got to really be careful the bible says love your neighbor as yourself how many times people just get themselves into a frenzy become so bitter against somebody sometimes they've got no idea who that person is in the sense that they don't even know that person well they just look at them and can't stand them for no reason it's just to see if you've murdered that person that's what jesus says in the book of matthew thou should not kill nobody has the right to take the life of another person whether that person is related to you whether that person is someone you, you see on the streets whether that person is your neighbor, your friend, or someone that you don't even know. You just can't stand them. You hate them. You hear sometimes, and I know kids use, you know, they just joke, they joke about it, but sometimes it's what's inside their heart that they're, that they're um, speaking out, you know. Just if I had a knife, I'll just kill him. If I had a gun, I'll just shoot her. And they say things like that because they can't stand the person, but they don't know why they can't stand the person. Be careful because you're in danger of falling short of God's commandments. You're in danger of committing murder. So you've got to be really careful and intentional in loving your neighbor. How do I love my neighbor? Sometimes it might be as simple as taking their bean in. So you've all taken your beans out and the council are going to take them, you know, take the rubbish out and then they leave the beans out. And you know that this other bean belongs to your neighbor. You could just take it to their house. You could help them. You could see someone on the street struggling. Maybe they, they're holding some shopping and it's uh, they're carrying some shopping and it's, it's a lot. You could say, can I help you? Be nice to people. Be kind to people. It doesn't take much to be kind, to be compassionate, to show love, to show care. I know obviously it's a very busy, busy world and the younger generation, my fear for this generation is that they're just 
so self-centered, so self-seeking, and it's not their fault. It's the older generation that have kind of, you know, put this in them. So they're just constantly thinking about themselves and not about others. It has to change for you as a Christian. The Bible says, thou shall not kill. Don't think evil of another person. Rather, think of their good. Be compassionate. Show care. Show love. God gave this commandment to the children of Israel as a precept, as a a, a system, so that I don't kill you, you don't kill me, we live in harmony. If you kill me and I kill you, there'll be chaos everywhere. There'll be hatred. There'll be bitterness. Because if you kill me and I've got family, my family would want to revenge against your family. And the other family might think, actually, they shouldn't have um, revenge. They should have just allowed the cause of the law to, to go through. And then another says, another person believes, oh yes, there should, there should be revenge. There shouldn't be, they shouldn't wait for the courts. And then you now have factions. You have people who believe this and people who believe that. And then there's chaos. But God gave that commandment so that you have respect for me and I have respect for you. I don't expect you to kill me and I don't expect, and you wouldn't expect that I would kill you. So it's just a mutual law, a mutual understanding that we're living in society and we have to live in peace and in harmony. And there's no better way to show this by making sure that everyone understands, has complete understanding of principles that we should live by. So humans did not create the law. You can see it here that God did. God created the laws so that people can live together, cohabit in peace and in harmony. If you've ever done something wrong, you can ask for forgiveness. God does not love sin, but he loves the sinner. You can confess your sins. The Bible says we say we have no sins. We deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive. He is faithful. In other words, no matter how many times we call on God, whether it's you or me, it might be you today, it might be me tomorrow. The faithfulness of God is this that if I ask him for forgiveness he'll forgive me if you ask him for forgiveness he'll forgive that's faithfulness he is faithful and then he is just by by just we mean that he is fair 
he is just. So he's not going to forgive you and not forgive me. He's not going to forgive me and not forgive you. He is just. He's fair. It's from just we get the word justice. Okay, so he is just. He's fair. Praise God. So you can ask him for forgiveness. If you've ever been involved in anything or you you, you were, because, you know, I'm speaking to young people and um, in, in so doing, we know that sometimes they get involved in all kinds of vices. If you've ever been involved in anything um, that you know you need to ask God for forgiveness for, go ahead and do it. You might have been racist to someone. Ask the Lord for forgiveness. Because if you are angry or hate your brother or sister without a cause, you are in danger of judgment. And that's what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5. I'm going to wrap it here. And um, I believe next time we'll look at the next commandment. But it's clear cut. It's straightforward. Thou shall not kill. Do not kill. No one has the right to take the life of another person. No one has the right to snuff out the life out of another person. Let us pray. Father, thank you. As we've studied this commandment, I pray that you help us to be doers of your word and not just hearers. Let your word abide in us and let us abide in you so that we become the people that you want us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions, any inquiries, any prayer requests, please send them to modestygirls2021 at gmail.com. So that's modestygirls2021 at gmail.com. God bless you. My name is Sandra. See you next time.